very smart game from Botafogo today against Fluminense. Botafogo played against Fluminense today at Estadio Newton Santos for the seventh round of the Brazil round 2023. And Botafogo conquered the sixth win in seven games. So six wins in seven games, which gives Botafogo the lead. Botafogo is on top of the table, continue to be on top of the table now with 18 points. And Palmeiras is three points behind with 15 points. The game today was a very difficult game because Fluminense does play a type of football that is very difficult for you to understand when to go, when to accelerate, when to wait. Fluminense dominates possession every single game. And, uh, of course, uh, that possession can become very dangerous because a lot of the times with Paulo Henrique Ganso, Fluminense creates a lot of opportunities. But today, the story was a little bit different. But the focus started the game with Lucas Perry, Rafael coming back, Adrielson, Vitor Cuesta, and Marçal, Cheche, Gabriel Pires, and Eduardo, Junior Santos, Luis Enrique, and Tiquinho Suarez. Uh, but the focus decided to play a type of... Uh, football a strategy that created a lot of difficulties for Fluminense in terms of uh, um, creating the, the opportunities from behind but the focal pressure very high did a very high pressure a lot of the times did not let Fluminense dominate the possession in the last third of the pitch but the focal understood very quickly that if you let Fluminense play and and play their game like with passing around the movement around Botafogo's uh, uh, goal, uh, it would be very difficult for Botafogo to play against Fluminense. So the, the high pressure and the mid pressure, Botafogo did very, very well. And because of that, Fluminense didn't have many chances throughout the game. I would say Lucas Perry had one save uh, from a play that kind of was offside. And Fluminense had one real chance in the first half and one real chance in the second half. Uh, the first good chance Fluminense had was a six minute of the first half. Gabriel Pirani had a good chance, but I think Rafael uh, blocked the shot and the ball went to a corner kick. Um, and Botafogo had some chances, nothing too clear. But a header from Junior Santos, a shot from outside uh, from... Che, for actually from inside the area from Cheche, a good opportunity from outside from Junior Santos, a uh, couple of headers that were close, but nothing extremely dangerous Botafogo created, like Botafogo didn't let Fluminense create, and uh, but Botafogo didn't create as much as we expect, um, even though Botafogo finished with way many more um, attempts than Fluminense at the end of the game. Second half came and uh, the game that was under control for Botafogo continued to be under control. But Botafogo still had difficulties to create opportunities. Botafogo was very concerned about giving spaces to Fluminense for obvious reasons. It's one of the most difficult teams to play against because you're not going to have the ball for too much time. And uh, I think the, the first real chance in the second half Botafogo had was with Junior Santos from outside the area. A very, very... Uh, Shot a very good shot from outside. Fabio put um, to a corner kick. Almost scored Junior Santos at that time, around 20 minutes of the second half. And a corner kick, the goals happened. Uh, so Marcel crossed the ball. Cuesta uh, tried to, to, to take the ball from uh, Nino. And Fluminense players uh, claimed that there was a fall, which I don't think it happened. Tiquinho ended up crossing the ball before cross the line and then 
Cuesta shot before Fabio was there. One year Botafogo, I think, it was a fair result based on uh, the way Botafogo played and didn't left Fluminense play. Uh, after the goal, Botafogo had a couple chances with Vitor Sa, which was not didn't make the right decision. But I think at the end of the game, there was a key moment where Fluminense could have scored. Uh, but the Vogel defense made a mistake in terms of communication. And uh, Lele, who came in the second half, passed uh, Lucas Perry. And with the open goal, for some reason, he was a little bit late and uh, shot the, the ball on the post. Pretty much was that the only opportunity for Fluminense in the second half. At the end of the day, the 1-0 was a fair result. I don't think it was a great game to watch. I think it was um, a difficult game in terms of opportunities, but the Fogo used uh, the, the tactic of not letting Fluminense having the ball too close to Botafogo's net, Botafogo's goal. And when Fluminense had a lot of space, Botafogo used the fouls to, to, to stop that. Uh, I think at the end, Botafogo had like fouled Fluminense 24 times against 12. But Botafogo won again, Botafogo is on top of the table, and the fans continue to be happy. Uh, a little bit disappointed with the attendance today. I think this team deserves a full stadium. Uh, 24,000 people in the stadium that fits 40,000. I, I can still say it is not enough. Uh, it's a special team. We haven't had a, a very good team that we can be proud of about it for quite some time. So I honestly think the fans should start thinking about it is time to get out of the sofa and then support because these guys deserve for everything they've been doing for Botafogo at this point. But the fans that actually went to the stadium, they did an amazing job there. Supported the team from the first to the last minute. Beautiful, beautiful party. So in terms of ratings, no, nothing for Lucas Perry. I won't give him any uh, ratings today. Did not participate in the game. Was a spectator pretty much. On the right side, Rafael, I'll give him a six. He was solid defensively. Uh, it's uh, unfortunate that he got injured again. Defense, Adrialso and Cuesta. Amazing. I'll give it a seven to Adrialso and an eight for Cuesta. Uh, eight for Cuesta because he scored the goal, but both of them were very good. Uh, Marcel, seven and a half. Very solid of a game. Smart defending. Um, not much attacking, but when he attacked, uh, it was... Um, he was key in the in the free kicks and corner kicks. He was very good from set pieces. Uh, in midfield, uh, Cheche, amazing game. Eight and a half, great performance by him. He dominated the game uh, like uh, with uh, Gabriel Pires, which for me was the best player on the pitch. So Cheche, eight and a half, and Gabriel Pires, I'll give him a ten. I think he did every single... Um, he, he I think he touched every single piece of a midfielder today. Uh, I think he, when he plays well, he's very good. So Gabriel Pires today, in my personal opinion, I give him a 10. He did everything right in the midfield, in my opinion. Uh, he pressed high, he pressed uh, like mid-press. His passes were almost perfect. Like he creates some chances for Botafogo. He helped the defenders. Like the performance that he, he showed today. Maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit to give him a 10, but I think because of the criticism that he was receiving like uh, up until a few games ago, like he deserves to be there. He deserves to start. Great, great performance by him. Um, uh, also, Eduardo, I'll give him a 6.5. I still expect more from Eduardo, but I think it was a better performance than the previous ones. 
Uh, on the right side, Junior Santos six and a half, very strong performance. I think still need to improve decision making, but good performance overall. Luis Enrique is six and a half as well, good performance overall. Uh, helped defensively better than the previous games. Taking Suarez seven and a half, always in the right place and the right time. Only bad thing about his game was he's got a yellow card and he's going to be out of the next round against America Minato. Players that came on the second half did not make a huge difference. I would say Di Placido was the best player that came on the second half. I'll give him a seven. Very strong performance. Um, it's good when we see players that uh, playing well for like the player that play in the first half on the right side, which is Rafael. Very good performance. Same thing for Di Placido. Very good performance as well. So that's pretty much it. Next game, but the Vogue will play against Cesar Vallejo on Thursday away in Peru. It's going to be a very difficult logistics for Botafogo. Uh, I, I believe the stadium is not in the capital, so Botafogo will have to fly and then take a bus, which will take a while. And coming back, there will be no... Um, like Botafogo won't be able to get a plane right away to come back, so probably we will arrive on Saturday, which is going to be very, very difficult for Luis Castro to manage everything. Um, logistic for this game can disrupt the future games of Botafogo so resting is important I honestly think we should rest some players if we can uh, I know fans want to win Sulamericana I do want to win as well I wanted to have a good performance in that tournament but if I was Luis Castro I would save some players and I wouldn't take them there uh, if possible I would save maybe like he needs to know who needs rest at this point but maybe Marcel, maybe Cuesta, uh, players there like with advanced age, like Eduardo. Um, we need to be very careful with what we're gonna what we're gonna do in the next few games, just because of logistics. It's going to be very very difficult uh, next few games due to the fact that Botafogo has a long travel and the game on Sunday against America Mineiro. It's going to be difficult because of all of that. But like I said, Botafogo is uh, its a different club right now. The, the way people see Botafogo, it's different. The way they're organizing the club, they're administrating the club. its uh, it, it gives you a feeling that its an, th things are starting to fall on the right track. Um, would that turn out to be a, tr a trophy this season? Hopefully, yes. But it remains to be seen. So... Next stop, Botafogo in Cesar Vallejo on Thursday and talk to you guys there.